Hi, and welcome to the Weird World Podcast, where we do podcasts about weird things. I'm Carrie. I'm Erin. I'm Dean. I'm Jack. I'm going to talk like a robot. Please don't. Okay. Okay, Okay, Dean, what do you have for us today? I have something a little bit strange for you today. Not weird, strange. A little bit different. What's the difference between weird and strange? Uh, We'll understand later. I can explain it to you, but it takes too long. Oh, okay. That's, you know, I can mansplain it to you. (laughs) Yes, you can. Yeah, you could. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to start our story long time ago november 30th i'm sorry 1896 that is a long time ago yes it is Mm -hmm. if i said 1996 would you have agreed that was a long time ago yeah yeah okay i'm just curious before i was born yeah same it's all relative a little bit all right well this is even longer 1896 two boys herbert coles and dunham corretor both great names. There's going to be a lot of great names. Oh, my God. Present. I can't wait. I'm sure it's pronounced Dunham. Herbert. Dunham? <laughs> Dunham. 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 I'm sure it's Dunham. Dunham. Herbert and, Herbie and Dunn. They're riding their bikes along Anastasia Island. That's a long kind of a strip of land just southeast of St. Augustine. It's right off the coast of St. Augustine, Florida. Sorry. Wow. I'm surprised. Why are you surprised? I didn't think this was in the United States. This is in the United States. Absolutely huh. true. St. Augustine, Florida. Okay. Is it because Herbert and Denham? Yeah. Is that why? Really? Because yes. okay, it's 1896. They had names like that. Yeah, then. that's true. And try, again, this won't be the last one. So they're, you know, carefree, having fun, uh, riding their bikes along the beach, despite, I guess, presumably struggling to pedal their bikes because it's on the beach. I'm not sure how that worked. And um, wait, what's that up ahead there? One of them, I don't know, either Herbert or Denham, History does not tell us. He spots something in this uh, sand there by the by the sea, and it's something that's ginormous. An enormous something is over there. It's like a shapeless mass. He in I, the water uh, on the beach, oh. but fairly near the water. Okay, mm. in the sand, and this is at the time a pretty lonely stretch of beach. It wasn't like a big touristy place. Okay. Okay. So they go a bit closer, and they, Herbert and Dunham, decide that it's a whale. Just a washed-up whale. This is huge. That's what I was going to say. Yes, that's what I would think. And two years ago, before this happened, so in 1894, a, a whale did indeed wash up at the mouth of the Matanzas River about 15 miles south of there. So they're kind of primed to maybe think that. They figure this is the same thing. It must be a whale, because really, what else is that big? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Things well. I'm guessing not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So still, it's it's interesting enough that Herbie and and Dunn, they go when they go back to Saint Augustine. They tell a local doctor named Dewitt Webb. They tell him about it. Dewitt. 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 So so far, they just give out last names as first names willy nilly back then. They did. They Mm -hmm. They did. Yeah. They they sure as hell did. Dewitt and Dunham. Mm, I would have called him Dewey. Okay. You know what? Maybe his friends did carry. Yeah. Let's call him Webb. The Webster. So uh, Webb, DeWitt Webb, I'll call him Webb, actually. Dr. DeWitt DeWitt Webb, (laughs) by the way. That's going to be hard. I'm not going to say Dr. DeWitt Webb, because I just fucked it up again. Uh, They knew that he was kind of like an amateur scientist. He had founded the St. Augustine Historical Society and Institute of Science. Now, whether the headquarters was in his den or not, I don't know. I suspect it probably was. But still, they told him about it, and it did pique his interest. So he decided to go out there and check it out for himself, out to Anastasia Island. It's the next day. DeWitt 
Webby, he went out to the island and he looks at the, he finds the carcass where the boy said it would be. And this is important that he sees it there and because it, it, you'll, you'll see that the um, carcass is washes in and out to sea at least a couple of times. So uh, Webb was the only quasi-sciencey person to have seen it the first time it was seen and washed up kind of in situ in, in its original state before it got washed out again. Okay. Okay. So Webb gets to the beach and he realizes right away, he says, this thing's been dead for a while. It's badly decomposed. I guess there's probably a smell. I'm assuming. Oh, right? probably. Probably very stinky. Yeah, a little bit stink. Also, the flesh is like, it's so light pink that it's almost white. And it, it kind of reflects off the sun in a silvery color. So kind of a silvery pinkish white mass huh. of, of flesh, of something. But, but it's... Um, Isn't that what dead whales look like? Mm, I wouldn't maybe. think so. What kind of pink white yeah. well, whales you'd be once seeing? Once they're like being eaten, like, well... Eaten. Eaten. <laughs> yeah, if you ever see like videos of like, you know, dead whales being eaten uh, away. They're yeah, not, yeah, yeah. they don't they reflect sort of in an once, almost silver manner. Well, not silver, once like, once they've been like half eaten in like the first yeah. layer. Like it's the it's, bottom layer, yeah. so just fat. And, and it's just fat. Yeah. Well, it looks white. This but wasn't the bottom decomposed layer. Decomposed, yeah. okay. so would Because the skin. But it was decomposed. Happened? The skin was three and a half inches thick and it was oh, almost feet. impossible yeah. to cut. Webb, in fact, called it axe proof. Huh. He, he was axing at it. He was axing at a question, and it answered, <laughs> "You're not cutting me." So he he tried it. He tried it. They were eventually able to get some some specimens, but it was extraordinarily hard and rubbery, and uh, like I said, three and a half inch thick skin, according to Webb. Huh. It, it's kind of, so. Let's describe it. We'll have some pictures on the website, and probably Instagram. Yeah, sure. Two? Okay. Uh, the creature is kind of a, is kind of like a pear shaped mound. The main body of it is kind of this pear shaped mound, seven feet by eighteen feet. That's two and a half meters by like five and a half meters for our friends in all the other countries of the world. And it, he estimated it weighed about five tons at least, possibly more. It rose all the way to Webb's elbow when he stood next to it, so it's about three and a half feet tall or so. That's off the, off the sand, and it's partially buried in the sand too. By the way, in fact, oh. it's, it's some parts of it are very well buried in the sand. Oh, okay. Why? It he notices though something odd as he's kind of making some some measurements there. He sees that the mound of rotting flesh appears to have the remains of four huge arms, and another arm is beneath the sand. Arm. The sand is between it and the main carcass, but he's pretty sure that fifth arm is attached okay. to the main carcass. That's five arms, friends. Five is not so far from eight, is it? No. What? Bear with me. And so there's not. probably three more under there. Maybe. Arms. Do, arms. Well, appendages. Are those the right, like, appendages. No, it's I'm not just using arms in yeah. general. Okay, so I'm like, right arms? Now. Not arms like human like... arms. And like, uh, <laughs> or doggy arms. <laughs> yeah. or doggy legs. Dogs don't have arms. <laughs> appendages. Some sort of thingy Leg. stick out. I mean, or like... No, not legs. Not legs. We, bitch. You know the word. And not arms. No, I know. What are you I talking don't about? Say it. Go for it. Tentacles. Tentacles. Oh. Oh, yeah. I was going to say spindles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was gonna say television sets. Spokes. It was just a blob with eight penises. <laughs> <laughs> Every woman's dream. So, DeWitt Webb suddenly um, realizes he may have found oh, the remains see. of the biggest octopus ever to live. DeWitt or not thinks, live. "Oh shit, this big old mound of stuff is an octopus." 
octopus. Humongous. Yeah. Octopus. Y'all said eight legs, and I thought spider. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be quiet. I'll be giant. honest. I was like, giant sea spider? Where are y'all going with you did it? You did the 7 by 18, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. That's a big ass spider. And, I and know that's, just the, that's just the main body of it. That's not counting the, the arms, the appendages, appendages, whatever you want to call them. It's not even counting that. So definitely octopus, not squid? That's what he thinks. He I thinks mean, octopus. Well, squid uh, squid have 10 tentacles. They have 10. Well, they actually have 8 tentacles and 2 arms. Yes. Or actually, I read vice versa. Eight arms and it's called and two tentacles. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah I think that's right. Eight Correct. Pieces, two arms. <laughs> it's yeah, eight of one, two of the other. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. Okay, every man's dream, whatever. <laughs> I have eight penises. I'm octo penis. Octo pussy. That's yeah. Well, it's like just the, the, the natural yeah, you're counterpart. Right. You're right. You're right. They'd get along. Yeah. Naturally, Webb knew that if this really was an octopus, it was the find of the century, right? He knew it would be a momentous the discovery. Century. Uh, and that's the end of the century. Well, and the he, century I, was almost over. So. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so, he had to get cracking. This is millennium. <laughs> and what do big stories need, even in 1896? Pictures. They need pictures. Hey, oh. Good job, Fuck yeah, I'm smart. <laughs> so, so what did Webb do? The pictures. He, but he, he didn't know how to do it himself. Again, this is not the time where he couldn't whip out cell phone oh. or anything like that. No, I was, I was thinking <laughs> big stories needed a Twitter handle. Well, actually. Yes, that too. That At too. dead wet. Oh, wait, no. Um, hashtag, big octopus. Hashtag big octo. St. Augustine monster. He hired a couple of local photographers named Edgar Van Horn and Ernest Howat. Hoat, where the hoat? Yeah. <laughs> he got that a lot, I'm sure. Hey Edgar, where the hoat? Well, uh, probably in a farming context. What now? In a farming <laughs> context. Don't yeah. Make, don't make it not funny. If he's a farmer. So, uh, you know, he's a local he's photographic hobbyist, though, and that's kind of kind of important. So he he brings him out on December seventh to take some pictures. That's about a week after the boys originally found the carcass. So he took a sweet time, or they did, I don't know. The first pictures then are taken by Edgar and Ernest, and um, one from the back, one from the front. Just two pictures, apparently. We think it's DeWitt Webb himself standing in one of the pictures to give it some perspective, Yeah, uh-huh. but no one's 100% sure on that. Probably. Probably, yeah. It's like, hey, mister, stand here. Yeah. DeWitt's going, I'm right here, guys. This is really hurtful. <laughs> so the problem here is that is the key part about hobbyists or amateurs photographers because they were shitty photographers super overexposed badly overexposed (laughs) well also you know it wasn't super easy to take pictures back then yeah it wasn't but especially outdoors oh Mm -hmm. would it take ernest and edgar well sure a hundred and something years later Uh, it was only like 50 years after the technology had even been invented (laughs) so what man this is important do it right well dr webb maybe should have shelled out for some professionals Mm -hmm. then i don't think dr webb had a ton of money because he's gonna ask uh, someone else for money later not well then don't be picky. He was a struggling doctor, apparently. I don't know. He should have gotten a sketch artist out there. Sketch yeah. quick pick. There will be. Okay. So, <laughs> like that nod. Uh, uh, for, for, for our listeners, uh, yeah. I nodded violently. Yeah. So uh, they they have these pictures, but they're so badly overexposed that they're deemed unpublishable, and they don't you know, so he doesn't send them out to like newspapers and stuff like that. The lack and the lack of pictures did kind of diminish the story at the time. So, luckily though, he wasn't the only interested local though a guy named john l wilson the most normal name and by the way not a doctor one of the few non-doctors on our story today he went rummaging around the creature way to rub it in (laughs) (laughs) anti-brag he dug around parts of it and took a bunch of measurements right so he started digging it out again it was uh buried in the sand to quite a, a, a large extent 
So he started digging it and took, took some measurements. And he wrote this detailed memorandum that he apparently addressed to DeWitt Clinton. Uh, DeWitt, DeWitt Webb. Clinton? He was an old governor. I've been saying that in my head a lot. DeWitt Clinton was the governor oh. of New York back in the like 1800s. Why I know that, I don't know. But that I confused that with oh, DeWitt you know Webb. Why you know so anyway, he, uh, he, he addressed it to, to DeWitt Webb. So I guess Webb had already like, I'm the expert, guys. If you find something out, you better tell me about it. I hate that shit. Well, he had that Institute mm. of Science in his den. Yeah, aren't there real scientists in the United States at this time? Yes, they there are. Absolutely They're far are. away in places like Harvard and Yale. So, well, yeah. so. wouldn't they be? Uh, yeah, that's bear, a bear with good me. point. Okay, <laughs> good point. Wilson's measurements showed a 23-foot arm lying away, uh, detached, detached, I said that right, <laughs> detached from the, I, I, I heard it in my head immediately. Yeah. It was detached, I'm sticking with it now, I'm, I'm, I'm owning it. That 23 foot arm was detached from the main body, just west of it, he measured that, so he measured west? that 23 foot arm. What, 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 left of it? What is that? Yeah! Of? That's how I think of it. depends on where you stand. It's all like I'm looking at a globe. That's how I understand the cardinal direction. Well, anyway, it was to the west. Yeah, you always have to face north, otherwise you're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where Kind of, yeah, or yeah. find out a, a, a freeway that I know. Yeah, and know which way it's going. Oh, well, I know how to, f- odd numbers go north to south. Yeah, unless east you're in, go. Unless you're on the 101 through Ventura County. Yeah, they That's switch true. direction. This is me off. And and the two actually the two eighty in uh, San Jose, it's the same thing. So, okay, California, calm down. <laughs> local, not the more you know. Bring. Is it the two eighty or just two eighty? Uh, I say Bitch. the two eighty because I'm from Southern California. Woo! Thank you. That's where the bitches. He sees three more arms lie south of the body, Ooh, and they appear to number. Wilson. <laughs> they appear to Wilson to be attached to the body, but but the parts that but they were buried beneath sand between the body and where they came out of the sand. Yeah, does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. And so they look like they possibly could be detached. They could be detached, but he's pretty sure they're attached because the way they, they lie and, and how near they are to the body. Looking like a monster coming out of the water. Yeah. yeah. And again, these are these are now four arms. Remember, there's four yeah. more stumps so we're now talking eight a lovely eight so he's pretty sure by the way that they're attached but he admits that quote i did not dig quite to the body as it laid well down in the sand and i was very tired <laughs> <laughs> i was tuckered i know it was the biggest discovery in the history of Relatable. science in the 19th century but oh. i was sure tired he estimated these arms, which were also stumps, by the way, they were not complete arms, were also a bit shorter than, 20, than the 23-foot detached arm. Well, so maybe, no, I don't know. And I, I, happens. I, they had sort of jagged, I, I think what happened is that the creature was scavenged in Probably. the ocean, yeah. so yeah. all of these arms were effectively, were essentially stumps. Yeah. yeah. They're eaten. They could have grown back if it were alive. <laughs> An octopus? Yeah. Really? They can grow back arms. They're crazy, crazy creatures. A local tel- hotel owner, Dr. George Grant. Of course. Fuck? Huh? Yeah, it's weird. Everybody's a fucking doctor. Mm-hmm. I, and I understand the guy's from Harvard. Like the guy from Yale. But why is this hotel owner a doctor? I don't understand. <laughs> he, He's also a chiropractor. <laughs> he probably was. Did they have it back then? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And they were not curing flu yet. So apparently... Uh, so he investigates the monster and he writes a newspaper article about it and he describes the head as big as a flour barrel and shaped like a sea lion. What the fuck is a flour barrel? A flour barrel. A big old barrel of flour in it. F-L-O-U-R. Yeah, not with flour. It's like pretty smell. This is the (laughs) stuff you get bread out of. Mom read my mind. Uh, 
a homonym. I thought it was a spider too, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> My everything's a spider. I'm tighter. Is it? Did you say a spider barrel? So, and by the way, and, and in case you missed that, because Jack freaked out, it's the shape of a sea lion head. Okay. So it's big as a barrel, shaped kind of like a sea lion head. That, that's how he described it anyway. That's fucking mm. weird. Yeah, that's weird. His descriptions are, are not awesome. Sounds kind of yeah. deflated. Yeah. yeah I, I Sounds like... It, it did. It does. We'll, you'll see in the pictures. I wish I had them up. Huh. They are. It does look very like, gelatinous. Wah. Yeah. Which, by the like way, a blobfish? yeah, you know, that's, that's a good sound they... effect for what it would look like. Do they? Ted Cruz. <laughs> it looks yeah. like Ted Cruz. Like down in the sun. No, because Ted Cruz is more of a waxy. You know, the start and the melt kind of look mm-hmm. to him. So. Grant described the head. Oh, I'm sorry. He just, he said the mouth was on the bottom of the head and protected by twin tube-like tentacles about eight inches around and thirty feet long. Well, so then that's weird. That's a squid. Uh, he also found a similar appendage um, from the neck and two more on each side of that, about fifteen feet long. So he what? Again, so he's finding okay. Well, again, that that's eight be... total. Just if, you, if you're counting. But he, the way he's describing it is is very odd. It's shaped not quite like you'd expect an octopus to be shaped, um, but it's not t- it's not ten. It's still eight tentacles or eight again appendages. He also has reports a like tail. That. He calls it a tail. That I think could just be an extension of the body of the creature, but it's not super clear by his description. And he saw two more tentacles coming from this tail, both about thirty feet long at eight inches around again. And again, the eyes, he said, were, were kind of beneath the back of the mouth. How he knows what the back and the front of the mouth is, I don't know. Yeah. But that's what he says. So he figures the carcass has been chewed up by sharks and sawfish, as his theory, before it washed ashore. But he's probably right. And that explains kind of the jagged remains and the parts so that, and the stumps of the arms. Again, the arm, the stumps, end in kind of a jagged ending there. Carrie uh, passing around a uh, picture of this. Show thing. and tell. It, it looks it just, like. I mean, there's no eyes. There's no mouth. There's leave? no anything that looks like a, a creature, which is uh-uh. what an octopus yeah. might look like. Certainly not what a whale would look yeah, like. Yeah, it looks like. And it doesn't have that. It doesn't. Ha- it has creature. the more, I don't know, roundish, gelatinous look to it. Yeah. Not like a squid, which is kind of that torpedo-y mm-hmm. kind of yeah. look to it. Super aerodynamic. There's That's another. a weird picture. It looks small. Listeners, bear with us. Why Carrie passes around pictures here? I'll put these on the. I'll Instagram these and Facebook okay. them. It looks like that's, when you that's, have that's web right there. When you I put think. beef yeah. in a crock pot and then you don't eat all of it, uh, so you put it in Tupperware and then it sits in your fridge behind um, and it just cream cheese for a really long oh, yeah. time, yeah, yeah. and then you take it out to go throw it away, and you're like, it looks it's I don't like oh, an elephant rotting. I think it looks like an elephant. It was a sea elephant, Carrie. That's what it looks like. A yeah. sea elephant. <gasps> so. He also found chunks of hard decomposing flesh up and down the beach, just just loose chunks of it. So to him, that meant that this creature had a big old hell of a fight with sharks, whatever, and before it beached itself or or was beached. I don't know. Well, then the chunks wouldn't be on the beach, would they? They'd be in the shark's mouth. You'd think. Maybe it brought the, it stole the chunks out of the shark's mouth and brought it to the beach because it thought it would heal itself. I don't know, Carrie. I don't have the theory. Okay. Ask Doctor Grant. More chunks dead. just washed up with it. <laughs> Maybe more chunks washed yeah. up. Oh, Carrie. Okay. Or okay. land scavengers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Birds. Yeah, that would go with that. These one. are big. Absolutely, giant, birds. These are big, giant, heavy chunks. Yeah. So they, they probably so. well, birds up. still coming. Got back, ripped back, off. Back, yeah. back. Torn off. Are they trying? And then just washed off. Washed up. <laughs> okay. With the vectors What's of disease. So they tried, let's, let's identify the, the perp here. Uh, God. <laughs> no, that's the Fail uh, in his design. Grant in all counted seven tentacles and one tail. Obviously, if we think he mischaracterized the tail, then that's an eighth 
tentacle. Mm-hmm. Voila, it sounds kind of octopusy. Yes, octopus ish. What's the word for that? No, octopus esque. Octopus like. Yeah, octopus like. Resembling. (laughs) Octopus adjacent. No. It's at least adjacent. Because it's straight up there, though. And and the eight limbs are the key because, as Jack said, squids have 10 total appendages. They have the two thinner, longer feeding tentacles. That they go total. And and these appendages were were pretty similar. And and as you can see from there, they're, they're fairly thick. I mean, they, they could have been giant squid size, but, but again, it, the shape doesn't look very giant squiddy, and the um, number of appendages is wrong, unless the two appendages got completely bit off. Yeah, at, at but the, that don't make sense, because yeah. they're on the inside. Yeah, so, yeah, that's true. So, he's, again, Webb is thinking, octopus, 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 I'm going to be famous. Then, all was lost. <sighs> on January 9th, 1897, a storm! Drove the carcass off the beach and into the ocean. Well, good. Bitch, that's where you belong. It's dead. <laughs> what are you trying to say? And? That? Yeah, okay. the dead animals belong in the ocean. Even if they came from the ocean. To go back and be food yes, for the rest of the animals. Of life. Oh, Literally. Well, how about the land scavengers? <laughs> there's not. No. There's not as many. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm Simon Cowell. <laughs> it's a no for me, darling. <laughs> <laughs> so. Crabs. Uh, good thing, though, for tides, though, because just six days later, the tide washed it back onto the shore. Uh, now, though, about two miles to the south in a place called Crescent Beach. Wow. Good luck, everybody. Yeah, we know what happens to decomposing animals on the beach. It's not pleasant. I'd rather be in the ocean. Okay. It can explode. <laughs> oh, yeah. It did, though. Well, that's why whales are hazardous. I know. I know. Webb sprang into action. He sent two two different photographers down at Crescent Beach now mm-hmm. to take some pictures. He uh, sent these photographs to an eminent naturalist named Joel Asaf Allen. Oh, <laughs> he was at the Museum of Comparative Zoology at Harvard University. So like Where? Addison, I'm sorry, like, um, like who we'll meet later. <laughs> That's called <laughs> editing and not, not editing after the fact because I uh, moved where I mentioned him. So uh, Asaf was... I'm, I'm thinking a pretty super common name back then, don't you think? What? Sure. Uh, probably. And, and Dunham? I'm thinking so. I don't know. Asaph, however, completely ignored Webb. Okay, that's never his middle name. Why are you using that name? No, yeah. Asaph, because oh, yeah, I like it better. <laughs> Joel. That's <laughs> obvious, mm-hmm. Carrie. I'm sure he went by Asaph. <laughs> yeah. Assy. Uh, he ignored Webb and never responded to the pictures whatsoever, I'm assuming because he was a dick. Yeah, that's rude. It is. Uh... That's why. Harvard. I'm sorry. I'm not going to respond to you. Why? Why? It's just a mass of flesh. He thinks it's got seven tentacles and a tail. <laughs> no, Webb thinks that it's eight tentacles. It was Grant who, oh, okay. who spotted the, the, the mystery tail. Luckily, though, eminent know. scientist Addison Emery Verrill of Yale University, he was a little bit less of a dick. He was the greatest American expert on cephalopods. Yeah. I'm thinking that makes him a cephalopodist. No? No? What? If he had his own show on iTunes, would he be a, a cephalopodcaster? Yeah. He's a cephalopod. <laughs> what are cephalopods, Jack? Cephalopods. Um, <laughs> Squids, cuttlefish, and octopus. Yeah, so he was the big guy in that. And he was the right guy to send it to. He's yeah. at Yale. He, uh, he refused, Headfuls. however, to go down to Florida himself, personally. Which I don't blame him. Probably always a good call, yeah. I'm thinking. Don't you yeah, think? you know Especially what? now. I agree. Yeah. 
Well, I agree. They, 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 they even back then they had bugs the size of small dinosaurs. I mm-hmm. mean, they're just, they're, it's a crazy place out there. This is before they had pythons though, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And probably before they had rhesus monkeys, but still they had a lot of alligators. Oh yeah. And a lot of bugs. And Ted Cruz of... is probably still in his you know, cocoon in the swamp. Honestly, getting <laughs> ready to hatch what? the larval stage. Yeah. Just waiting for his next. He kills every twenty-seven years. Yeah. Like how long ago was Zodiac? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So Vera also refused to give Webb any money to study it further. So I guess Webb asked for, "Can you give me some of that Yale yeah. And uh, Vera goes, mm, "No, actually, I cannot." We come down here and look at it. No. Why don't you just send me your pictures? So Webb did. Webb sent him up the pictures, and from these, uh, Vera made detailed drawings. So there's your drawings, Gary, okay. of the carcass, and they'd be published in the next, in the April 1897 American Naturalist, a very important scientific publication at the time. I am assuming. <laughs> well, I don't know that for a fact. I know. Why would you assume such? A I, thing? Come on, it's the American Naturalist, and they're publishing well, this dude from Yale. Yeah, it's yeah, probably a fair assumption. Mm-hmm. So the pictures but are it then. Also, would have been a quick Google search. Shut yeah. Ooh. <laughs> She's calling out. So the pictures are packed away, and then promptly lost. Ah. The original photos finally be found in 1993 by Marjorie Blackener in California, who was somehow she had got the uh, left the, this. The, they were given the photos were given by Verrill to himself to his his science you know institute group there in St Augustine. Yeah. And somehow Marjorie got uh, the the chest of pictures or a box of pictures from that thing. And in that, she finds out almost a century later were the original pictures, the original huh. overexposed pictures. And those pictures, look, they proved, by the way, that Verrill's drawings were from those pictures because they're exactly like it. And we, we should have some pictures of, of the drawings as well. Okay. So at least at first, though, Verrill, after looking at the, examining the photographs, has some very bad news for Dr. DeWitt Webb. He studied the photographs, and in January 1897, edition of American Journal of Science, he writes, quote, the proportions given by Webb indicate that this might have been a squid-like form and not an octopus. The breath, which is, he means the mound, the, the main part of it, is evidently that of the softened and collapsed body and would represent an actual maximum diameter in life of at least seven feet and probably weight of four or five tons for the body and head. These dimensions are decidedly larger than those of any of the well-authenticated Newfoundland specimens, it is perhaps a species of Archituthus, which is a giant, which is a squid. That, which is to say, long-windedly, that he says it's a giant squid. Yeah. Now, giant squids were not an absolute certainty yet at this time, mm. scientifically speaking. There had been several huge carcasses that had washed up in various places, including a couple in Newfoundland. So that's what he's referring to there, earlier a minute ago. And so he thought, you know, essentially he's saying that because because giant squids are considered kind of a real thing kind of likely to be a real thing even though we've never seen them in nature and uh, you know authenticatedly and never really they're not 100% sure that giant squids exist yet right still but his argument basically is this it must be a squid because uh there's no octopus that's that big and we think there's a squid that's that big so it's a squid uh-huh it's not i don't know not, not crazy. No. <laughs> it's not crazy. It's not crazy. But again, it didn't have the uh, it, the wrong number of tentacles. And the weight is wrong, too. Squids are actually very, very light for their size. Yeah. And that four or five times, I don't, um, this would be an easy Google search. But <laughs> also actually, I'm pretty sure that they, they don't <laughs> okay. get, even the, the giant squids <clears throat> don't get that kind of weight. I don't think. Is that right? I don't know. I don't know. Asking Jack. Their weight range of uh, <laughs> the giant squids. Pretty, what it, could be a colossal squid? 
Or Colossal Squid, yeah, which are surprisingly not that much bigger than Giant Squid. No. That's weird. So remember, Varl, though, was not a dick completely. He had an open mind. So very soon after this, he wrote off his squid guess, and he changed his mind. He changed his mind from a squid. He said he wrote a, a letter to the New York Herald on January 30th, 1997, which is right after the squid thing. I mean, yeah. right away. So he immediately said, oh, shit. I'm rethinking that. He he fires us this letter to New York Herald. Why the New York Herald? I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. It was that was a major publication at the time, and he I think it that was probably the leading New York newspaper. He said that the, this thing found in Florida because it was in the news at the time. There were you know short articles about it up and down the East Coast at least, right? So he writes to the Herald and said, you know that thing found in Florida? I I changed my mind. It's not a squid. I think it's an octopus. And it's a pretty bold statement at the time. So bold that Verrill did not sign his name to the letter. Whoopsie. Wow. <laughs> he was, I'm sure, scared. So he, uh, he, I mean, it's probably because if he says it's an octopus, it's not just that it's a big octopus, it's that it's a ridiculously big yeah. octopus. Yeah. <clears throat> so here's the article. His, from his article, and I'm sorry, from his letter to the New York Herald. He says, its head was nearly destroyed and only the stumps of two arms were visible. The body, as it lies somewhat embedded in the sand, is 18 feet long and about seven feet wide while it rises three and a half feet above the sand. Again, he's doing this from the pictures. The weight of the body and head would have been at least four or five tons if the eight arms held the proportions usually seen in smaller species of the octopus. They would have been at least 75 to 100 feet in length and about 18 inches in diameter at the base. So he's saying, I think it's an octopus. If the proportions carry of, of head and body to tentacles, it's a 75 to 100 foot Ooh. tentacle span. I don't know about that. That's B. I mean, that's a humongous octopus. That would be the biggest creature on Earth. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some blue whales get to 100 feet, right? But Not, like, not consistently. Wait. How about, okay, but what's the biggest octopus on Earth? Do you know? Not that, it's the giant Pacific octopus, giant Pacific which is absolutely not that big. Giant Pacific octopus. How big is it? It gets to about 20 feet yeah. long, almost um, about six oh, meters. Oh, wow. So not, which so is not even close. So it's huge. Big as hell. And, and kind of aggressive, by the way. They, they yeah, live, they scare me. They live Damn. in uh, the Pacific from Korea and Japan up through the Bering Strait and down the coast all the way to Northern California, by the way. Oh, shit. Ooh. So yeah, our we Pacific? Could see them here. In Rocky, they typically live in like Rocky shallows kind of a thing. Oh. And they are uh, weigh about 110 pounds, 50 kilograms. And again, tentacle, tentacle to tentacle, they can get large as 20 feet, which is gigantic. And they prey on crustaceans and fish, but they also small sharks and seabirds. Yeah. Fuck. Wow. And humans? Question mark? No. no. Maybe a baby if you leave it in the <laughs> ocean. rocks. <laughs> but just put it. Baby kayaking. Yeah. 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 Leave baby. your baby in a tide pool. Maybe mm-hmm. it'll get eaten. Yeah. yeah. If they had a baby kayak race and one baby went missing, we'd know. We'd know what happened. It's a fucking octopus. Damn right. No, they've never preyed on a human as far as we know, but I think some, some divers have reported aggressive action. Yeah. <clears throat> they could probably get you mm-hmm. with a big old beak. And they're, and they're, I mean, if they're anchored to a rock and they've got you with one of their tentacles or a couple of their other tentacles, uh, good luck, man. Yeah. Oh. Badass. You'd probably have to punch it. You'd punch it in the eyes. Yep. Yep. The, the, the octopus. Mm-hmm. Or get your dagger that you have yes. fastened to your ankle and yes. chop off a tentacle. That's oh. good. What the hell? She's good. Yeah, she's good. She's like, she's like James Bond diver. Yeah. yeah are you Black Widow? You see all those divers just whipping off their daggers. <laughs> Only in movies here. So remember that the pictures <laughs> that Verrill studied were from the second set done after the body had gone out to sea and come back in again so it was likely scavenged a little bit so it's possible it was even bigger than that before it was you know re-washed out and washed it back does in again keep getting bigger still though uh Vera was super excited 
And he decided, well, you know what I need to do? I need to give one of them Latin names that all animals need if they're real. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because once you give it a Latin name, it's real. Mm-hmm. He called it, cleverly and modestly, Octopus Giganteus Viral. <laughs> so not Webb, who actually... Are, How about the kids? Are the kids Dunham. are the ones that found it. Yeah, yeah. or just for the kids. name it after the place. Yeah, but yeah. no, no, he was the scientist from Yale. God damn it, he was going yeah. to that. I don't. I kind of. I kind of don't like that I tendency that. of scientists. Nope. He, assholey. Assholey. Yeah. It is assholey. It's narcissistic. It a little bit. He a thought it bit? might be related to the cirrotoothus, which is a type of octopus that has fins, kind of like fins on its side, two fins, oh. it, given the shape of, of this thing. So he, yeah. that was his sort of kind of his working theory. He thinks it's a, it's a relative, a much larger because cir- mm-hmm. cirrotoothus—they're like two feet, you know, little <laughs> babies. So this was a huge. It was the um, it it was a huge finding that made Vero super famous forever and ever. Right. Well, no, never heard not. of him. So he decided, though, I guess he got cold feet again. So he thinks, you know, <laughs> I better look at, Webb's going to send me some specimens. Let me take a look at those, some actual chunks of, of the flesh, right? Good luck. And, and it's called, this week called the St. Augustine Monster, by the way. Uh, it was, he wanted to be a little bit thorough, right? So he analyzed the specimens and then he comes back and he changes his tune again good lord he said he had been tricked by reports that one of the arms was 36 feet long and he also was tricked by the ridges quote his word that sort of gave the impression he's now saying of arms again these are 23 foot long they're not really ridges uh, well, but also, did they have suckers on them or whatever those things? They did are not. They, as, no one, no one ever said anything about suckers. Some, so no, they did not. But mm. again, they were scavenged and yeah. decomposed. Like yeah, that would true. decompose first yeah, or get no, maybe, first. yeah, okay, or just get damaged. The creature he said was not an octopus. He said actually it is of cetacean nature, bitch, which is a mammals, a whale. Specifically, cetaceans are whales. So he thought maybe the whole thing was just the upper portion of a sperm whale detached from the skull and jaw. So like the I don't know the back behind the back of the of the sperm whale behind the the jaw and the and the skull. And he was as specific as to say, "quote It was a sperm whale with an abnormally enlarged nose due to disease or extreme old age." <laughs> Not a hundred percent sure. Huh. How he figured that, but so really in no time at all, Veril had gone from a squid to an octopus to a sperm whale in in days. Really, this so, man. It could be mine. Yeah. No, no. I think he pushed out. My, I'm sure he got. You know, he publishes his first his his letter. People probably knew. Okay, that was Veril who wrote that letter to the Herald and saying it's an octopus. We got around Yale. They're razzing him in the locker room, maybe swiping him with towels there in the professor's, I'm assuming, <laughs> locker room, the yeah. faculty locker room there, and, and making fun of him and saying things behind his back. So he just quickly says, okay, okay, it was a whale. They call him octopusy. Yes, yes. He's the first person calling that. So it, 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 it hurt. It hurt. Words hurt, people. Okay? Even when your name is Addison. That's not his name. Yes, it is. That was Verrill's name? Yes, Addison oh. Henry Verrill. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> I thought it was Asif. Yes, no, Asif was the the Harvard guy who said, I'm ignoring oh, you. Yeah. He stayed out of the whole yeah, thing. He did, probably a wise man. Smart, yeah. So I, so is he really a, that big of a dick well, now? Well, yeah. Let's just write him back and yeah. say, um, you know, nice try. He I busy. Don't, I don't know. Just say I don't know. He busy. Email him. It takes two seconds. <laughs> Text him. Text him. So eventually, they did get the carcass at the beach, but they needed horses. That's how heavy the damn thing yeah. was. So they're right in there. Well, in there. obviously. 
Wow. That's attackatory, right? <laughs> right? Mm, right kids? Well, Beryl estimated it to be four to five tons. So I know, but obviously. Do I, do I deserve, did I deserve that kind of, that tone? idiot. That's debatable. That was the comma implied right there. Yep. Okay, Carrie, whatever, man. Can't wait till you do the next one. I'm just going to say that every time you say it, I'm going to say, obviously. Okay. Yeah. So it came to rest near Dr. Grant's hotel on South Beach of Anastasia. On um, Anastasia Island, where it was kind of a minor tourist attraction for a little while. Gross. We don't know. It may simply have rotted away, or some people, some accounts say that it was washed out to sea again and didn't come back this time, but we, we literally don't know what happened to it physically. Huh. It probably got washed back out to probably, sea. Probably, yeah. That would be my guess, too. Otherwise, it would take a shit long time, I would yeah. think, to completely decompose, Yeah, I guess. <clears throat> Especially if it was so hard and rubbery. Uh, regardless, though, the St. Augustine octopus was lost to history forever from that point on, or it was at least lost until 1957. So I guess that's less than forever. I apologize. What happened in 57? <laughs> Carrie's now going to the segue, the setup line. <laughs> Dean, tell us about 19, what happened in 1957. Well, because we know about the 1993 what happened in discovery of the pictures. So... In 1957, <laughs> Dr. Obviously, Forrest Glenn Wood. It's not Glenn Wood. No, oh my God. No. That's the perfect and Wood. Is that Gwyneth Paltrow's new For- child's name? Forrest Glenn Wood. Is that a yeah, great name? That's a great that's an name. amazing Fabulous name. name. <laughs> I know. It's very, um, that is pretty cool. you know, nature-y. Island yeah. Islet K. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Brook Sand River. <laughs> the sand one didn't I fit like there. It. Uh, the, uh, Brook Creek River. Let's be consistent here. So, it was uh, not in the same. You Dr. Forrest Glenwood <laughs> saw an old yellowing newspaper clipping that mentioned the creature as one of many, quote, facts about Florida. I guess Whoa. like a touristy, like a little, hey, facts, facts about Florida, exclamation point kind of a thing, right? He saw this while he was reading an old clipping from about the time, from like the turn of the century. Uh-huh. He, so he's reading that because he's, you know, that's a hobby, I guess. And he, what, what is he, by the way, that made, made this of intrigue to him? He Nerd. is the curator at Marineland of Florida. Oh. Boom. Yes, they actually had that back then in 1957. Side note, Marineland started out as Marine Studios in 1938 in Florida as a place where filmmakers could shoot underwater footage of dolphins. Even wow. pre-flipper, they were shoot. They wanted they, if they needed a footage of dolphins, they had they had dolphins there in captivity and come over here and film our dolphins. It evolved later into a place where you could also torture orcas. So yeah. fun yeah. fact, great. Cool. Little known, also another little known fact: Marineland is also a town. It's not just it's actually a city, an incorporated <laughs> town in Florida, and was a town before it was an amusement park. Population 2010 census. Your guess: 11, Marineland. 43, 1200, 16. So it's not a big town. <laughs> it's mostly an amusement park. And I guess no one lives there. So anyway, back to our story. So I was right. You were close. You're the closest. Dr. Glenn, or let's just call him Dr. Forrest Glenwood. Mm-hmm. Oh, did I say Dr. Glenn? I meant Wood. I should say Wood. So he was also the founder of, uh, one of the co-founders of the Society of Cryptozoology. Uh, what he think? That is the study of hidden animals. One of our favorite topics here on Weird yeah, World. How come you haven't? Gained membership into that society. Yeah, what the fuck? It, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm getting a lot of anger today. It might that's be not anger. That's like that's your thing. No, yeah. it's, so it's, I'm it's still around. It's still around. Oh, well, okay. like fifteen so bucks then, and you need a little handy card to keep. It's you like being an ordained minister. Yeah, which I am. 
So, hey, any listeners out there want to get married? I'll marry you. Yeah. Uh, Listener marry. You need to be near me, though. <laughs> you yeah. need to live nearby or pay for my travel. Yeah, I was about to say, so, or. Or if, pay if you live in, I don't you're know, You're only certified Tahiti, in this state, though. Or want to get married in Tahiti and are willing to pay for me, that, that, that will work. So, uh, he yeah. found, because of this background, he found this story of an octopus very interesting. In the blurb of in Facts About Florida, it says, quote, In 1897, portions of an octopus, said to have been more gigantic than any ever before seen, were washed up on the beach of St. Augustine. Professor Verrill of Yale University, who examined the remains, which alone reputedly weighed over six tons, calculated that Girl. the living creature had a girth of 25 feet and tentacles 72 feet in length. Oh. Not super well written. Nope. But Terribly. Still, He's essentially saying there's this massive, massive with 70 foot, foot, 72 foot tentacles. So that would be, again, we're talking about a hundred foot, foot, hundred foot <laughs> octopus tentacle, tentacle likely was uh, just, it was just stated like that happened. This is a thing. I hate that shit. He was intrigued. Uh, Glenwood, Forrest Glenwood. He found out that uh, <laughs> Dr. Wood, Glenn Wood, Gent's first name. Call what? everybody by their middle name. I don't know why I call him Glenn. <laughs> I've, I've written Glenn in here. So, Forrest Glenn Wood, he found out that Webb and Verrill, back in the day, back in 1897, had also been corresponding with the Smithsonian Institute. Well, that's cool. Back then. Who basis Smithsonian at the time kind of said, I don't know, we, we, we're not that interested. Yeah, I don't blame them. But it seems shockingly that the Smithsonian still had some preserved remains of the creature on hand. They, they save everything. They do save mm-hmm. everything. They do. Thank In God a God. refrigerator. Yeah. They save. <laughs> I think really. it's in formaldehyde. Your toilet paper. Yes, they, they save, save everything. that. They do. They Cancer do. jar. Formaldehyde. I don't know what that is, but uh, I don't want to pursue that. A jar full of formaldehyde. Jar. Cancer jar? Formaldehyde is a known carcinogen. Let's not call it that. Mm-hmm. Let's, not, let's not call it that. It just makes me uncomfortable. That's just the truth. We call cigarettes cancer sticks. That's so we true. can call a formaldehyde jar cancer jar. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on board. And I changed my mind. Like Daryl. That is right my platform. And jewels are cancer USBs. That's yeah, true. they yeah. are. Cancer drives. Mm-hmm. Cancer drives. I like that. Oh, that's... Like that. Mm. So, apparently, Forrest Glenn Wood was extremely persuasive because the Smithsonian agreed to send the specimens to a doctor friend of his, of course, Dr. Joseph F. Gennaro, who was a biologist at the University of Florida. Oh, so they said, sure thing, we'll pack them up and send it to Dr. Joe. Can you send it to my friend? <laughs> <I know. laughs> Why? Well, quali- no, no qualifications. He's just, um, he's just really into octopuses. They must have not cared. Yeah, they probably that did. much about the specimen, yeah, I mean, to be sick. honest. They, they, at this point, they, this is the late 50s. So Gennaro studies the connect, some of the connective tissue of the specimen and compares them to the same tissue from octopuses and squid. And what about sperm whales? Uh, he didn't, uh, the thing I read said just those two. He should be thorough. He was. He says he was extremely... Uh, he must have been thorough because you know when he uh, published his findings? Tomorrow. March of 1971. Wow. What the hell? In, hey. the, in, uh, in Natural History, which is a very, very eminent scientific publication that's your favorite word that's the word of the podcast eminent Eminent. yes it is it's eminent he's eminent they're eminent you're eminent we're all eminent (laughs) or just like the middle name (laughs) oh that'd be an awesome middle name eminent yes your eminence yes all Uh, right like the rapper eminent that's his full name eminem is just a a shortening of it eminem i'm not i'm not completely clear of the timeline so i don't know if he really did get them back in the 50s or if he got them much much later he might have got them much later and, and just took yeah, a normal might have taken amount of time. Smithsonian. A normal amount of time? Do you know, know how long, long science not, not takes? Not 14 years. 
It didn't you take should do astronomy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that should That's take the so long. Of the podcast. You should do astronomy, right? <laughs> I mean, that should take so long. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. To complete. True. Well, I don't think he took that long. Anyway, he published in March Me. 1971, Natural History. I'm going to quote at length here. Now, differences between the contemporary squid and octopus samples became very clear. In the octopus, broad bands of fibers passed across the plane of the tissue and were separated by equally broad bands arranged in a perpendicular direction. So it looked like kind of cross-hatching. And we'll have some pictures of this, by the way. A matrix. In the squid, there were narrower but also relatively broad bundles arranged in the plane of the section, separated by thin partitions of perpendicular fibers. So under the microscope, they look very different. Yeah. It seemed I had found a means to identify the mystery sample after all. I could distinguish between octopus and squid and between them and mammals, which display a lacy network of connective tissue fibers. After 75 years, wait, okay, 75, yeah, 71, okay, Uh, (laughs) roughly, 1896, the moment of truth was at hand. He's a little bit dramatic here. Viewing section after section of the St. Augustine samples, we decided at once and beyond any doubt that the sample was not whale blubber. So he must have been looking at whales too. Further, the connective tissue pattern was that of broad bands in the plane of the section with equally broad bands arranged perpendicularly, a structure similar to, if not identical with, that in my octopus sample. The evidence appears unmistakable that the St. Augustine sea monster was in fact an octopus, but the implications are fantastic. Even though the sea presents us from time to time with strange and astonishing phenomena, <laughs> the idea he looks like right from a comic book. He the really idea is. of a, the idea of a gigantic octopus with arms seventy-five to one hundred feet in length and about eighteen inches in diameter at the base, a total spread of some two hundred feet, is difficult to comprehend. This is a massive beast. Yeah, that's a kraken. It's mm-hmm. a kraken. I don't know why I did that, but it was a good accent. <laughs> All right. What kind of well, I, just, I think it's more likely that person with that accent would see a Kraken that, you, than see, me. See, okay. I like how you didn't so. name any accent, because uh, that wasn't shit. You don't know your accent that is, you bastard. Nier. Nier. <laughs> nee. So another prominent cryptozoologist named Dr. Roy Mackle, who you may not, may not have heard oh, of. He's pretty Mackle. famous. He would, he would actually, before this, he'd be absolutely in love with the Loch Ness Monster and study it for a year. Basically, without the whole 60s, he was... He was studying the Loch Ness Monster. So he was maybe the most famous cryptozoologist of his time. He also studied the giant yeah. dinosaur in Central Africa. Is that saying much? Does he but belong to the Society of I'm sure he does. Girl, or did. That's not even a question. But he was, he was a University of Chicago biologist. What kind of biologist? An Crypt- internet biologist. Oh. He, <laughs> so he was legit. He, he had yeah. a PhD. He was University a, a of Chicago. Chicago. Phenomenal school yeah, biologist. Yeah, you know, they just hand out PhDs. Willie yeah, Jordan. at University uh, of Chicago. <laughs> so he also compared the sample of several mm-hmm. other known animals, including octopuses, with the St. Augustine samples. He declared, quote, on the basis of Gennaro's histological studies, histological studies, histological. and the present amino acid and CU and FE analyses, F-E is iron, right? C-U is... uh, Oh, copper. 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 I conclude that to the extent the preserved O. giganteus tissue is representative of the carcass washed ashore at St. Augustine, Florida in November of 1896, it was essentially a huge mass of collagenous protein. Certainly the tissue was not blubber. I interpret these results as consistent with and supportive of Webb and Verrill's identification of the carcass as that of a gigantic cephalopod, probably an octopus, not referable to any known species. So again, huh? he says... That sounds official. It's a giant octopus. Mm-hmm. 
So there you have it, the world's largest octopus case closed. We now call it the, oh wait. Yeah, the case was not closed. Oh man. What did you think? <laughs> yeah, do you, yeah, do you remember reading about the giant octopus? Yeah, do you oh. know of? Have you seen nature documentaries on the giant octopus care? No. Mm, okay then. The Kraken. The Kraken. Me. The whole <laughs> thing a gigantic hoax? Nope, okay. it's not a hoax. In 18, uh, and I'm sorry, 1995, almost 100 years now after it's first discovered, other researchers say, we're going to get on, on the action here. We're going to put these specimens under the lens. That is an electron microscope lens. The best lens. Okay. Well, so they also conducted some new biological and chemical analyses with more advanced methods. They compared the St. Augustine tissue to other globsters. <laughs> what the fuck is that, you ask? Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is a globster. <laughs> Is, that is a fact. What is a globster, Aaron? Random shit that washes up on the beach and we don't know what it is. And big. Mm-hmm. And it's big. Yeah. Very big. That's a globster. So globsters are huge so, masses. Take roots. <laughs> yeah. Washed up in Florida, so they elected him. He's in Texas, by the oh, way. Oh, Texas. Yeah, do you know? Fuck. Wasn't he from Florida? No, Florida. Remember, he was hiding in his cocoon Oh, at yeah, the that's time. right. Yeah. yeah. But he then washed the sea, the took one. him to the Texas he's from, coast. No, he's... He's from Canada. He, oh, yeah, that's and right. then, Yeah, but his parents and grandparents are Cubans, so yeah. they must right. have come yes. out through Florida. He washed up on that's Cuba. That's why yeah, he's is. Florida. Came to Florida, okay, through Cuba. They took this globster exactly. with them to Canada, raised it as their own. reptilian creatures. Sent it back to Texas. To go bake out in the sun. Know, and melt. So, they can, globsters are these huge masses of organic mass. So, you know, sea flesh, essentially. That wash ashore. Sea flesh. Every once in a while, they wash ashore. Uh, they've done it quite a few times, by the way. Go okay. Ahead, so, it's just like a mishmash of all kinds of animals? It's no, 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 no. We don't it's, know. No one knows. It's a single animal. Unidentified. Oh, okay. So, there's been like, in, in this <clears> case, <throat> they... they uh, compared it to the Dunk Island carcass of Dunk. 1948 and the Tasmanian blob of 1960. It's giant, just think of a giant mass of organic flesh, flesh washed up on the ocean. It's like, what the fuck is that? We don't yeah. know. This, have you heard this? There's another one called the Stronsay monster, which, Stronsay monster, which uh, I think 1890s washed up in Scotland and it looks for all the world like a plesiosaur. <laughs> Turns out it was a Baskin shark or a whale shark because right, when, yeah. they, when they lose everything and have their spine and parts, the parts that stay the last, yeah. they, they look oddly plesiosaur-like. But others are very much more just blobs, like the Tasmanian blob huh. of 1960. So he compared it to, there's, again, there's been 15 of these globsters just since 1960 per Wikipedia, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, including as recently as this year, 2018, in Russia and the Philippines. But you think we don't have like DNA of different... DNA animals that we could most have to? been most of these have been identified. Oh, okay. But uh, in this case, the people who in 1995 now put it under the microscope and under chemical analysis, they look at the Saint Augustine monster specimens, uh-huh. compare it to these globsters, and they say, uh, you know what? It's not a giant octopus. It's a giant buzzkill. Because I think I wanted it to be an octopus. We all did. They said, "quote The samples I were did. found." Oh, come on. You really want something that? Yes. Could you imagine that just? Sucker in onto the side of something. Yes. Like a boat. And Absolutely. Like, yeah, cruises would uh, never be the same. Mm-hmm. Cruises wouldn't even notice it. Yeah. Those things are the size of cities nowadays. But I guess. Like what a small yeah, I'm not, I'm fishing not about boat. It. Maybe. I'm worried about it. it uh, uh, Florida? <laughs> Come on, man. That'd be cool. I'm Australia? Or apparently Russia's in the Philippines. Yeah. So. Yeah. The samples were, quote, the samples were found to be masses of virtually pure collagen 
and not to have the, quote, biochemical characteristics of invertebrate collagen nor the collagen fiber arrangement of octopus mantle. The results suggest the samples are the remains of the skin of an enormous warm-blooded vertebrate. Boom, be it. The authors conclude that there is no evidence to support the existence of octopus giganteus and concur with Verrill, 1897, conveniently forgetting his other two guesses. And Lucas, 1897, don't know who that is, that the St. Augustine carcass was the, quote, remains of a whale, likely the entire skin, blubber layer, nothing more or less. They don't identify which whale, but they say, essentially, it's a whale. A big one. A big-ass chunk of a whale. Probably a sperm. Another decade passes. 2004, further analyses confirm the findings of 1995. The St. Augustine monster they said was a whale. I mean, duh. So were <laughs> Herbert Co- Coles and Dunham Corridor right all along? Remember their first guess was, hey, that's a big old whale. You, they were absolutely yeah. right. And, uh, then some adults tell them, no, no, it's an octopus. Yeah. They applied then, Occam's razor. And then a hundred years later, some other adults say, you're right, kids, it was a whale. But they were dead by then. Well, yeah. Did, yeah. <laughs> Poor Dunham and Herbert. So what was it? Oh, well, theories. We're going to do theories whether you like it or not. <laughs> we was literally it? all just okay, simultaneously well, <laughs> said our theories. Was it really just a whale, though? Bitch, yeah. duh. Sure, science says so. Sure, all the most recent analyses with better methods say Gwyneth. so. Sure, the two people who said it was an octopus were both cryptozoologists. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But if so, it was really just a huge rotting chunk of whale with nothing res- recognizable. No jaw, no teeth, no baleen, no fins, no nothing. That's kind of, and, and it had, apparently it decomposed or predated our, our scavenge in such a way that it had these these very, you know, arm-like appendages. Yeah, that's the weird that's part. That's odd. Yeah. And, and, the, and the right number of them. Eight of them, if you count them, oh, well, supposedly, depending maybe. on how you count them. I don't know how much of that might just be strips of We're flesh, or he was yeah. Yeah, exactly like that was strewn about. That was twenty-three foot piece just west of the main body was that was counted as a tentacle. Yeah, yeah, just a strip of whale flesh. Yeah, and the one detached that could have been That's anything. What I'm talking about. And they all oh, said it was Oh, that was like the one that was stumpy. Yeah, and the word is detached, by the way, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, or was it uh, was Vero's first call right? A giant squid. No. Giant and colossal squid can get near 50 feet and do we really know how big they can get? We've seen them as uh, big, I think as 46 feet officially. Yeah, but if it was yeah. the scientists now would have known that, right? Yes. And also they have 10 tentacles. Yeah. Not eight. So. Yeah. So even if the tentacle, tentacle count was, was tentacles, it's still not a squid. Tentacle. Still, I'm going to say maybe. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Twas blubber, Was I it believe. spontaneous human combustion? Possibly. Was it a whale shark or a basking shark? Human candles. It, it, that, well, but they said it was. They said it was. They said it was. Yeah. It was. It was consistent with whale blubber. Yeah. Yeah, it's too big. So, but I don't. I don't know for a fact. That, but I'm sure whale sharks and basking sharks have some blubs. Probably I, I, a small I, I, amount. Yeah, I'm sure they do. They, they're in cold water as well, although not as cold as whale. How did never... they, how did they come to the c- conclusion that it was warm blooded? Because of science, the collagen structure, Co- collagen mm-hmm. protein structure. Okay, so then that would rule out a squid. Shut up. I'm <laughs> they said it wasn't a cephalopod. I know, I know. It's not I'm, an also, I'm just throwing out theories there. People have said some people have said a whale or basking shark remains. Some people have also said it may have been the remains of a giant alien. Well, you I'm, know. I'm not kidding. Some people have said that. Well, yeah. that doesn't surprise me at all. They people are, are people. Yeah. So why should it be? So <laughs> what? Or was it a giant undiscovered 
octopus. Bitch, if you don't We've get the fuck this. out of yeah. here with uh, your goddamn disproven theory. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't, then those tentacles aren't tentacles. They look like tentacles, That's everybody. Right. Everybody's in just tentacles. They're not fucking tentacles. And yeah, if they were they a squid, they wouldn't be anyway. They'd it's be an amazing honest. coincidence, though. I think. These strips of flesh rot or scavenge that look like tentacles, that have the right mm-hmm. name to be a giant octopus tentacles. See the, the, yeah, shape, the shapelessness right of it, the gelatinous look of it, it looks like the big old head body of an octopus more so than well, it does the blood yeah. of a white. I, I don't know I agree. Uh, look like a sand sculpture. So it's, you know. <laughs> what kind of fucking sand sculpture? <laughs> that would be a super cool sand sculpture. An octopus sand also sculpture. does resemble a plastic bag in the wind, you know, sometimes. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Exactly. Maybe. A lot of those ends and was closed mouth. So that's the giant octopus story, which it turns out was probably not a giant octopus yeah. after all, but Chunk Dean's of blood. still going to hang on to it. Just well, I'm going to hang on to a shred of it because it's as close as we've ever got to finding a giant octopus. Yeah, like Republicans really want, and voter fraud. Yes. I really want there to be a giant <laughs> octopus out there just like Republicans and want there to be voter fraud. Yeah. That doesn't benefit them. Shut yeah. Up. Uh, a giant octopus would benefit me. I think it would. Be, cool. um, it would benefit it. movies. Oh yes, yeah. it would. Oh my god. I mean, there is sharktopus. That's true, but that's not the same thing. That's a that's a hybrid. Um, your thoughts? You all believe you know there's probably thoughts. a giant octopus. I'm going to chalk you down. Okay, I see one, two. I see three <laughs> giant octopus oh. agreement. You're going to chalk us down. Huh? Chalk us down. I'm going to chalk you down. <laughs> Why would I show chalk zone? No, I don't. We all suck then. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Anything to add to our story of the giant octopus that wasn't? Nope. But still could be? Mm. (laughs) I'm going to go with it. Yikes. Like being told Santa isn't real and being like, oh, that spontaneous human combustion. Who ate the the cookies? (laughs) Who ate the cookies? You didn't hear that one. I heard that one, Carrie, and it's hurtful. (laughs) As it should be. Oh, sorry for being the only person with an open mind. Even for things that almost certainly aren't true. Yeah. It's a closed mind <laughs> to science. So that's it for the Giant Octopus. Carrie, tell them where they can find us and Giant Octopuses. Well, you can't find Giant Octopuses because apparently they don't exist. <laughs> As we've learned today, but Dean has not. Yes, but if you want to talk about it, you just email Dean. And uh, we're on weirdworldpodcast at gmail.com. Weirdworldpodcast on Facebook and Instagram and uh, Weird World Pod on Twitter. How about our email? The first thing she said. Yep. I know. Oh, and also Weird World Podcast on um, Patreon. Patreon. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. Until next time, go out and find yourself your own giant octopus. (laughs) Bye now. Thanks for listening. Giant giant octopuses are real.